Volunteers Count Claremont's Unhoused by Andrew Alonzo. On Tuesday evening, about 20 Claremonters volunteered to search streets, alleyways, sidewalks, parks, and other common areas to count the city's unhoused population as part of the 2023 Greater Los Angeles Point-in-Time Homeless Count. The count began at 8 p.m. at the Alexander Hughes Community Center, where materials and 15 service maps were distributed among 11 teams. The courier was partnered with Claremont resident and volunteer Rachel Forrester and her husband, George Ambrosio, in Service Area 3, which included the Village, South Foothill Boulevard, between Town and Dartmouth Avenues, and areas along First Street and Indian Hill Boulevard. After a three-and-a-half-hour search yielded six unhoused people, the team returned to home base. Asked why they came out, Forrester said, You can't serve what you don't know is there, right? So this kind of data really makes it so we can say, this is where we need to build this, this is where we need mental health services. Um, so these kinds of counts really give us that ability to ask for the money and the funding that we need. Ambrosio added, Doing this makes it so you get to see firsthand how a lot of these people are affected where they're living because oftentimes you just think of them as just kind of going to um, shelters or something like that. But if you see them on the street, it's more um, eye-opening. John Deutscht, Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority Community Relations Coordinator for Metro Los Angeles, said the count is an inexact science. And the idea is to capture an estimate on any given night. It gives us an idea on the larger scale um, where things are headed. Following the tally, the courier spoke to a local unhoused man, David Briggs, who was sitting on a bench at the Claremont Transit Center on First Street. He said, It's one of those things that we need, we like to measure ourselves. Um, whether it actually does something or not is another question. And what do you do with it? Do you make another program that just kind of minimally needs, meets the needs of, of some sort of niche population of the homeless? Asked if the count really mattered, Briggs said, uh, There's no real vision. It's semi-science. It's semi-science. It's trying to get a handle on something that's uh, not well done. Briggs has been unhoused for about a year following the death of his wife last February and has since frequented Claremont and Upland. A Christian man, Briggs said a weekly Bible study in Upland and feelings for his peers keeps him going. And I knew that I could help out here. So I'm out here and feeding people. I've got food. I've got clothing. I've got extra blankets. Uh, and I've got a lot of good advice. If there is anything specific the community can do to help the local unhoused population, Briggs suggested changing our perception of the unhoused. That they're just ordinary people and that they are you know, approachable. And when somebody says hi to you, you can say hi back. And you can have a conversation even if you Showing you, you know, that the other person is a person and not just an invisible speck somewhere. The count is mandated by the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development and is a critical factor 
and how funds intended to aid the unhoused community are allocated. Results will not be available until late spring or early fall. For data updates, visit lhasa.org, call 213-683-333, or email communications at lhasa.org. The annual count facilitated by the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority spanned from Tuesday to Thursday and encompassed all incorporated and unincorporated areas of L.A. County. Tallies took place throughout the week in the San Gabriel and San Fernando Valleys, East and West Los Angeles, South and Metro Los Angeles, and the Antelope Valley. The count will also include a youth tally, which will be conducted through January 31st. Demographic surveys facilitated by the University of Southern California and a housing inventory count of those living in interim and permanent supportive housing. Last year's tally found 26 unhoused persons in Claremont, with three people living in cars, two inside a recreational vehicle, four in makeshift shelters, and 17 on the streets. The 2020 and 21 counts were canceled due to COVID concerns. Forrester and Ambrosio agree the problem can't begin to be solved until the hard work, like counting the unhoused population, is done. Forrester said, These kind of tangible events, they ground you and center you, remind you like what we're actually doing. Like it's really important to remember the humanity of this, that these are our neighbors, you know, just because they don't have um, a permanent address or roof over their head, they are still members of our community. One person isn't doing well, then our entire community is not doing well. To propel change, Briggs issued two community challenges. Residents can donate money to one of the first unhoused persons they greet or read two books, Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones by James Clear, and Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence by Anna Lembeck. Briggs said, Those two books, if you you read those two books, uh, you'll learn a lot about why you have bad habits and also why other people have bad habits. For information on LASA or the 2023 count, visit LASA.org forward slash homeless dash count. For the Claremont Courier, I'm Andrew Alonzo. First Takes theme music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.